This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. Looking for the latest on the A's minor leagues? One of the latest additions to A's cast is The Farm. A look around the minor leagues with interviews, updates, and profiles on the future A's tearing up the minors. Welcome to our A's Farm podcast. I'm your host, athleticsfarm.com editor-in-chief Bill Moriarty. And today, we're going to be talking with a couple of the A's top pitching prospects, Dalton Jeffries and Grant Holmes. Both of them ended up missing most of the 2018 season while dealing with injuries. Jeffries was rehabbing from Tommy John surgery, while Holmes was busy dealing with shoulder issues. Fortunately, they both came back in 2019 and spent most of the season pitching successfully for AA Midland. In just a bit, we'll hear from Grant Holmes about how he bounced back from shoulder issues and ended up making his AAA debut this season. But first, we talked with Dalton Jeffries, the former Cal star who underwent Tommy John surgery back in 2017 and finally returned to the mound full-time in 2019. Hey, thanks for joining us today, Dalton. Hey, Bill. Thanks for having me. So you've had a, a few weeks now since your season ended. So how have you been uh, spending the off season so far? Uh, a lot of driving uh, back to uh, California where my dad lives. Uh, my mom actually was born and raised in Midland, Texas. So she lives there now. Um, so that worked out well for the season. Um, but really, really just traveling. Uh, I live in Arizona during the off season. So getting everything moved, seeing family, um, that's kind of all I've been doing. Well, it must have been nice for you to have some family there in Midland. It's uh, usually pretty rare yeah. in the minor leagues that yeah. you've got family that close to you. Yeah, I was. I got. I got very lucky. Stockton is actually about an hour away from where I grew up, which was Atwater. Uh, that's where my dad lives now. Uh, but yeah, it was great. Uh, my mom got to come to pretty much every game. I think I pitched more at home than I did away, so it was very special to have her there. Yeah, you, you've been lucky so far playing in Stockton and Midland with family near near both. Do you, do you have any family in Las Vegas by any chance? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't, unfortunately. But it's it's right in the middle of uh, California and <laughs> Texas, just around there. That's true. So yeah. after sitting out for a while, you got back in action this year, and you had a, a really good year this season after missing most of 2017 and, and most of 2018 after having the Tommy John surgery. And just to remind people, you had the Tommy John surgery back in 2017, and then you started to come back in the summer of 2018, and you appeared in one game in the Arizona League, and then you were shut down for the rest of the year. So what happened when you when you first tried to come back there in the summer of 2018? Uh, yeah, so I, I came back and had uh, a couple live BPs, a couple sim games, and then I pitched that one game against the Giants um, around, I think it was around July. And I was supposed to leave probably three weeks from there. Um, so that was kind of a big blow. But um, 
I had like a nerve impingement. Uh, that's what they said. So it was very easy, just a couple weeks of rest. And then I built back up and then I got released from rehab uh, October of 2018. So uh, so that was great. So I had, got to enjoy my off season um, and then come back to spring training healthy and very happy. Well, like you said, I'm sure I'm sure you were happy. Um, you came back this yeah. year. You started the season in Stockton and you spent April in Stockton. You pitched well there, and you very quickly got promoted to Midland and then spent most of the season pitching very well and, and very consistently in Midland. So, first of all, how, how happy were you to finally get back on the mound and be able to take your turn each time out there this season? I was, I was excited. Um, I think a lot of the times um, when you have rehab, you, you, have to, you have to kind of be with your, you know, your teammates or coaches because, um, you know, they have your back with everything. So I think it was a group effort to get me back on the mound uh, with Dr. Workman, uh, who did my surgery, and all the guys back in Arizona uh, helped me rehab through the 18-month rehab, which was – I think that was the max time that TJ takes is 18 months. So I really, really uh, elongated that one. But, uh, no, it felt great. Uh, I think my first outing in Stockton, I came behind Bassett. Uh, he made a rehab start, and – uh it was awesome. I think it was more special because I got to pitch in front of my dad uh, and my family back in Outwater. It was only an hour drive. Uh, but, no, it was great. I got a little emotional towards the last out uh, just because I was, you know, so thankful to be back on the mound again. Um, and then I just tried to be, you know, as consistent as possible throughout the season. Normally, you know, guys are back a little after a year or 18 months after Tommy John, and it, it ended yeah. up being almost two full years for you before you were able to really yeah. start pitching yeah. consistently. How <laughs> frustrating was that for you, or how tough was that mentally? What did you have to, to sort of do mentally to deal with that situation? Uh, it, was, it was very frustrating. Uh, I think the A's do a great job of having resources like, um, you know, like a mental coach or even our rehab coordinator um, does a great job of, you know, having guys come into the office and uh, just kind of speak what's on their mind. If, even if it's not outside of, even if it's outside of baseball, um, just to kind of keep yourself busy. And, you know, even when you do have setbacks, there's a bigger plan, um, you know, so you just have to stay the course, which is very frustrating <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> but, uh, but you just have to kind of, you have to stick with it and trust it and uh, hope it all works out. So. I guess you've definitely learned the virtue of patience at this point anyway. Right? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, I, I think it'll help me in the long run. So, uh, like I said, you, you really pitched consistently this year. Once you did get back into action, you were, you know, going out there, taking every taking every term. You were limited to a, about three innings, uh, most outings, but you were yeah. out there on a regular basis. Didn't have any um, setbacks during the season. How were you feeling once you did get back out there after missing so much time? Was there any adjustment period to being back on the mound, or did you feel completely natural uh, once you got back out there? No, I just I kind of went went into the uh, the season with an open mind. Um, you know, it was my first real um, season playing the whole the whole 142 games or whatever it is. Uh, so I think just kind of enjoying the ride of it, enjoying the bus trips, even though the bus trips aren't the the most glorious thing in the world but you know enjoying that time with with teammates enjoying the coaches um you know just kind of embracing everything that i could because uh you know two years from that point i didn't really have that so uh, i think just going into it and just embracing everything um everything that the season kind of threw at me was uh was it worked really well for me so 
Well, I think uh, the most surprising thing, after missing so much time on the mound, to come back and see how sharp your command was. I mean, I think you only walked nine guys all season long. I yeah. mean, were, were you surprised at all at, at how sharp your command still was after missing all that time on the mound? Um, well, I, w- I want to say, I mean, I, I've always been a more of a command pitcher. Um, so I think I think the command was the first priority for me through rehab. So I worked pretty hard at that uh, with, along with the help from all the guys back in Arizona. So uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a surprise for me. Um, what was surprising, I didn't, I felt great the entire year. I thought, you know, there were going to be some ups and downs and uh, stuff that I just had to work with being that it was such a long season. But uh, I think being in rehab uh, in Arizona with all the resources that, resources that we have to, you know, have your body feel right every day. Uh, I think that helped out a lot. That definitely uh, qualifies as a pleasant surprise. That's for sure. So, um, <laughs> uh, what? To tell me a little bit about what pitches were you throwing? What pitches were you working with this year? Uh, I was throwing a fastball, cutter, uh, changeup, and like kind of like a slurve, slurvy ball thing. Kind of, it's just something slower to uh, you know get the guys off balance. And actually, became a pretty good pitch for me. Um, because during the during spring training, I just kind of had the cutter and uh, was learning to throw the slider. But it wasn't until a couple outings before I got up to Double A where I needed that fourth pitch because everything's my fastball change of cutter was kind of around the same miles an hour, like mm-hmm. give or take four or five, uh, and everything was coming either arm side or or glove side uh, with no really nothing really slow so I think the, the slider was about 80 and everything else was uh you know mid to upper 80s and then uh like low to mid 90s but so I just I wanted to keep the hitters off balance just it's just something else to throw at them you know hitters, yeah, well, are, hitters are smart but you can't give them too much credit but, <laughs> but they're yeah, I mean, as you as you move up the ranks, you'll see that that off-speed stuff is definitely going to be more more and more necessary every step of the way. Yeah, I think I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think so. The more the more you have, the better because you're going to be a guy that has nine pitches. Because I don't know how catchers call that. <laughs> well, the, the catcher's got ten fingers anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That, that'll work. So, uh, of, of all those pitchers, pitches you were throwing, did you feel that they were all working for you right out of the gate, or were there any that, that you had to struggle to kind of get the feel for again at all? Um, no, I mean, everything everything felt great. Uh, the cutter came along uh, more in double-A than it did in high-A. Uh, Steve Conley uh, did a great job with with me, um, and it was it was just like little adjustments. I mean, I, I paid attention. We watched a little video. And we critiqued some things about the cutter, um, making it more of not such a swing and miss pitch, but a, just a miss a barrel pitch. Uh, I, I think that really uh, that helped pitch off of you know the the slower slider. And I try to make everything come out of the same slot. Um, so all the tunneling and stuff that you see on Twitter and all that. So I I believe in that. So uh, whatever I can do to make the hitter. I uh, get a hit because I I don't like walking guys, so you <laughs> no, gotta earn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's obvious, and uh, and that's definitely a good attitude yeah. to have. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> well, whatever whatever you were doing was definitely working because I think you averaged about uh, ten and a half strikeouts per nine innings pitched. And for a guy coming mm-hmm. back from Tommy John and not having pitched for a couple of years, 
that's a pretty good number to see. What was your out pitch? Was there a pitch that you felt you could really confidently put guys away with most of the time? Uh, I think I think my out pitch would be my changeup. It's one of the more you know I, I have a lot of confidence in my changeup. I like throwing it three two hitters counts um, things like that. But uh, you know I I like all my pitches. Uh, I like to use them in certain counts, uh, mix it up. Uh, I mean based on a hitter's likes, his dislikes, his zones. Uh, you know I, I like to study hitters a lot. I keep a little notebook on me, but no one's allowed to open a notebook, obviously. But uh, I write down all my little notes in there on hitters from video. Uh, so I, I just I pitch to my strengths, and uh, you know I just kind of I let my stuff work and just try to have confidence in everything. You can never know too much about the opposing hitters, that's for sure. So, right. Uh, right. do you know what velocity your your fastball was typically living at this season? Uh, I think it was 92 to 94, probably touching 95. Yeah. Was that was that similar to where you were before, or is that a little below what you were used to throwing before the surgery? Uh, I think I think it was a little bit it was a little bit higher than. Uh, pre-surgery, um, I think my last outing in Amarillo, uh, I sat more around the 94, or the 93 to 95 range. So, uh, I mean, I, I I got a brand new elbow, so I'm I'm feeling good. Uh, <laughs> and then my you know my shoulder feels good, elbow feels good. So I was I was really happy with the season. Well, that's good. I mean, if your velocity has increased after the surgery, a lot of times guys come back from the surgery and the velocity's not there to start with, and then hopefully it slowly yeah. ticks up over time. It sounds like you felt like you were at full strength right out of the box. Yeah, I think I think it's one of those things where you go through rehab and you do so much shoulder strengthening, you do you do so much you know forearm strengthening and hips and everything that you pay attention to all these little things that maybe you didn't pay attention to before. Right. Um, and it, and it helps you out and you get into, you know, better routines with your pregame routine and your postgame routine and everything in the middle. So, um, I mean, in hindsight, I think, I think like Tommy John was one of the, the better things to ever happen to me in my career, which I don't know if people can say that, but, uh, <laughs> I try to use, I try to use it as more of a, you know, a stepping stone rather than um, a speed bump, if you if you will. Yeah, so well, it sounds like all that rehabbing was definitely a big uh, a big learning experience, anyway. So um, yeah, for sure. Perhaps you learned as much uh, doing that as you would have being out on the mound pitching during that time, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot, lot lot of mental reps when you're doing 18 months of rehab. <laughs> right. So now you ended up throwing a total of 79 innings over the course of the season, and your season ended just a little early. Uh, your last outing was on August 15th, and then you didn't end up throwing after that. So what happened there? Why, why did the, why did things end up getting cut short in the middle of August this year? Uh, my uh, my inning limit was actually 75, uh, so they I pitched 79 because every, everything felt great, and I only had you know six more six more innings for the season. Uh, after that, basically, so uh, they just wanted me to, you know, take it easy and start on the off-season program, and um, you know, just work with work with our trainer there in Midland and our strength coach who do who did a great job with me this year. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of it. I mean, I just I hit my inning limit, which I was I was surprised. I didn't want them to to shut me down, <laughs> but uh, I, I understand, you know the. The, the big picture of it so they like to be pretty strict with these things at the uh, at this stage of the game yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, 
So, so at this point, everything's feeling fine with you. You haven't had any issues, any problems, any any setbacks at all anywhere along the way since you started pitching this season. No, everything felt great the whole year. So I was, I was very, I was very happy, very excited about it. At this point, now that the season's over and you can kind of sit back and and reflect on this past season, but what are your overall feelings about this season you just went through since you got back on the mound in April? to pitching all the way through August and now having a chance to, to relax and reflect a bit. What do you think about this season? Um, to be honest, I'm not really a big reflector. <laughs> I, I kind of just collect collect my thoughts and, and move on and get ready for, you know, next spring training. Uh, hopefully I have a great off season uh, this off season. Uh, I'll, I'll be working with the A's this off season and the strength aspect. So that'll be, that'll be great. Um, and the resources that we have at the Ace Complex are awesome. Um, and I'll be only 15 minutes from there, so that'd be great. But um, I think during the season, I don't know. I think I was just more excited to just be pitching rather than um, you know numbers or anything like that. Uh, because you know, I, I, like a couple of years ago, it was I didn't know if I was going to be pitching. Like, uh, unfortunately, it's a double-edged sword where a lot of guys are getting Tommy John now, which is but at the same time, the surgery gets more more of a routine, so there's mm-hmm. a bigger, you know, there's a higher comeback rate. Um, so I mean, I was I was pretty um, ecstatic about what happened this season. Um, all the teammates that I never got to really, you know, be friends with because I was just stuck in the rehab corner uh, <laughs> and experienced those experienced those bus rides and the hotels and um, pitch in front of. You know, some great fans in Midland and Stockton and all over those leagues. So I, I, I loved every minute of it. It was, it was really fun. Well, it sounds like you were probably enjoying the bus rides more than anyone. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> After having a, a fully healthy season and pitching well through the whole season, what are you looking forward to next year now? Uh, I'm looking forward to going more than three innings. That is my, <laughs> that is my number one. Uh, looking forward to saying, um, you know, I'm I'm just, I'm excited to be, you know, starting pitcher again uh, and have that opportunity to to make an impact uh, in the in the organization. So I'm 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 excited. Uh, it's it's going to be a great off season. Uh, I'll come into spring training uh, feeling great uh, with the help of you know everyone that's going to help me this off season with the A's and uh, all of those guys. So I'm. I'm just, I'm excited. I've used the word excited a lot. I know, but I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm excited to finally be a real, like a normal baseball player who gets a normal off season and, uh, has a normal spring training. So I'm, yeah, I'm very happy. <laughs> and, and who knows that he can pitch in actual games instead of just hanging around the complex every day. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They make us wear these yellow, yellow jerseys for rehab where I, I wanted to wear the green jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be wearing those yellow jerseys ever again. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm no, I'm no longer in the rehab stretch line. <laughs> so have they given you any sort of indication as to, to how much you'll be allowed to pitch? next year either how long your your outings will be or what kind of innings limit you might be on uh no they haven't uh i'm i'm sure everyone's you know excited that i got through the year healthy and feeling good uh, like i said before i'll i'll have a great off season and come to spring training ready to pitch so whatever they th- whatever they throw at me i'll be ready for um and i'm just kind of 
I'm just gonna, gonna control what I can control, you know. So, so that'll be that'll be great. Yeah, well, I'm sure you're looking forward to uh, having the opportunity to build on the success that you had uh, this year at Midland. It'll be great to see uh, see you be able to take that next step next year, uh, hopefully at the next level, and uh, just keep it on rolling like uh, like a lot of guys have done that have come back from the surgery. It was great talking with you today, Dalton. I really appreciate you taking the time out, and we wish you the best of luck with everything going forward. Yeah, thank you, Bill. appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Stay tuned for more on our A's Farm podcast coming right up. After the Dodgers made Grant Holmes their first-round pick in the 2014 draft, the right-hander joined the A's organization in the Rich Hill-Josh Reddick deal back in 2016. But after leading the Texas League with 150 strikeouts in 2017, he ended up missing most of the 2018 season with shoulder trouble. But fortunately, he made it back on the mound in 2019 and had a successful season for Midland before finally getting the chance to make his AAA debut for Las Vegas. Hey, thanks for joining us today, Grant. Thank you for having me. So, your season's been over for a couple of weeks now, so how have you been spending the offseason so far? My fiance and I, we uh, spent a few extra days there in Las Vegas at the end of the season. Um flew out and flew to uh, her parents' house to visit them before we head home and start the offseason. And uh, home is still in South Carolina, right? Yes. And, well, yes, I guess uh, I guess Las Vegas was a convenient place to, uh, to end the season anyway, right? <laughs> Absolutely. It's a great place. <laughs> well, we'll talk a little bit more about, about that. You did end up making it up to Vegas at the very end of the season. But the most important thing was that you got back into action and had a good year this season at Midland after missing most of the, the 2018 season with shoulder trouble. So just to set the table, let's go back to last season, 2018, uh, although you'd probably rather not go back to 2018, I know. Uh, tell me when you first started having um, experiencing trouble with that shoulder back in 2018. Um, it was in uh, spring training of 2018. Uh, came to spring training and to a couple bullpens, and then my first live BP, it started acting up a little bit so took a few days off tried to re reamp myself back up um started throwing again and started acting up again so i was like all right i'm just gonna shut it down and get it checked out and so when they checked it out what did they have to say and what treatment did they initially recommend i went to dr elatrosh and he uh recommended a uh, prp injection so we went that route instead of going to the surgical route so, yeah, I got the PRPs, did what that called for, rehab and stuff, and strengthened my shoulder back up and got back on the bump. So, the, uh, I mean, we hear a lot about the PRP treatment these days, the uh, platelet-rich uh, plasma. I don't know how much you know about the process. My understanding is they take some blood out of you, they spin it around in a centrifuge and treat it somehow, and then put it back into the aching part of you, and, and that's supposed to help things heal up. Is that your understanding, or what was your experience like with the actual PRP treatment? I mean, yeah. Uh, what you said is pretty much spot on. Wasn't a wasn't a pleasant uh, treatment. Uh, needles were really, really big, and um, they had to go into the front of my shoulder to get to the back. So uh, it was kind of a, I don't know what you had to call it, uh kind of scary to be honest having a big needle in your shoulder and you can't you can't move so so yeah it was i'm I'm glad the uh they had that procedure because um obviously it, it 
takes out the uh, surgical part of it, man. And sometimes you get lucky like I did, and it works just like surgery, you know. But it's a shorter recovery time, so. Yeah, so, so I, how I really, long? I, I really liked it. Except for the big needle part. <laughs> so how long did you actually have to sit out and just, you know, let yourself recover after they'd given you the injection? Right after I got my injection, it was six weeks the day after. So I took six weeks off from throwing. So I took like, I want to say two and a half weeks off of like no activity or anything. Then I started slowly building like my range of motion back up and then started doing like some uh, lower bodies and upper body lifts just lightly. And uh, there towards the end of the six weeks, started getting back into like my normal routine with lifting and warming up and all that kind of stuff. And then six weeks, we just start throwing and, after that, we did a, uh, I believe it was a nine-week throwing program. Mm-hmm. They left me, I think, getting out of Arizona August, I think it was August 25th. Because I threw right. my first game August 26th, I believe. Yeah, I remember it was, so, you know, you were, you were out for most of the season. And then at the at the very end of the year, you came back and threw a couple games there in Stockton. Fortunately, I'm sure it was a relief to get back on the mound at some point before the end of the 2018 season anyway. Absolutely especially helping the team um, pitch in playoffs. Because, um, yeah, we did make it to playoffs last year. Yeah, you did, know, and, uh, I mean, you know, after missing that much time, just getting back and getting a feel for it had to be great. But it, but it was also great that you were able to come back then this year in 2019 and start the year at Midland. You had to be really f- looking forward to getting a full season under your belt. And then, unfortunately, you, after pitching a few games at Midland to start the season, you ended up back on the injured list in late April, I think for about five weeks in late April, early May. And it's kind of like, oh, he's back on the, the injured list again. I'm, I'm sure you kind of felt that way, too. So what happened there early in the season at Midland? Why did you end up back on the IL early in the year for a few weeks this season? Um, I mean, I was obviously still trying to find my mechanics after missing all of 2018. And um, I believe my mechanics had a lot to do with it. And preparing myself had a lot to do with it because I was I wasn't as of a preparer as I am now. Uh Justin Whitehouse and um Omar, the strength coach, they both helped me put together a little like a little warm up uh mobility thing that I, I, I do every day now that helps me get my uh my scaps and my shoulders and everything in line and like in the right position to be able to pitch. But the little hiccup I had was a little tendonitis. Um, but like I said, I believe it came from the it came from the uh, the just trying to find my mechanics and right. maybe just using something a little bit more than I should rather than using something I should that I'm not. Um, right. But yeah, I think it was just a little tendonitis, and after that, it was. Uh, kind of grateful for it to be honest because i found myself while i was injured um got back to who i I was the good thing was when you came back off the il there in late may then then you pretty much pitched well all summer you know you were healthy the rest of the year and you, you even finished up the year with a really strong august i think you had a streak of at least 15 scoreless innings or more in august so how were you feeling that stretch once you got back on the mound in in late may through august 
Did you feel good? Did you feel healthy? Did you feel strong? You know, how was everything feeling at that point once you got back going again? Well, I mean, everything was great. Um, got my arm in a better position to pitch. Um, I was healthier, stronger, quicker, you know, um, and just everything was flowing better than it was in the beginning. And just, I just built off of that each start, tried to get better and better each time I went out there. Well, so what pitches were you working with this year? What were you primarily throwing out there on the mound of 2019? Um, primarily, I was just throwing my four-seamer curveball and cutter. I'd mix in my changeup in there sometimes with a lot of lefties, but I never really got the – there's not many uh, – there weren't many lineups I faced that had too many lefties in it, but a few teams. So I was primarily just four-seamer, curveball, cutter. Were any of those pitches working particularly well for you? Were there any that you had to struggle to get the feel of again once you got back out there on the mound? Um, Not really. I mean, I didn't really throw my cutter last year because of the little shoulder thing. Um, but I started slowly integrating it in this year. And um, I want to say by the third or fourth start after my little tendonitis I had in the beginning of the season, I started throwing five, ten cutters a game, just getting them in there, getting the feel for it again. And by the end of the season, it was just, it was like almost a go-to pitch for me. Um, well, get I behind was, I, the count and knock it. Yeah, I was going to ask, is there anything that you could sort of consider to be your out pitch this year? So, you know, a pitch you felt you could go to to really put guys away when you needed to. Oh, yeah, that one, that one, that was always going to be my curveball. But uh, absolutely my cutter. I mean, it was my cutter and my curveball. Um, one was just a little bit deeper, and the other one was just harder and sharper. So, I mean, I believe the cutter was more of like a ground ball pitch for me, though. Mm -hmm. The curveball was more of a swing and miss. Well, it's always good to have a couple a couple of options to go to in that situation anyway. Do you know what uh, what velocity you were throwing your uh, your fastball at this season? Um, It varied anywhere from 91 to 95. Hit 96 a few times, but I think my average was 90, 92 or three, something around there. Well, I know when the season started, you weren't striking out that many guys, but as it rolled on, it seemed like your strikeout numbers were increasing almost every every outing. And I think in the second half of the season, in July and August anyway, you ended up striking out more than a batter per inning on average. So did you feel yourself getting stronger as the season went on? Did you feel the, your command sharpening as the season went on? What did you feel was happening as the season developed? I felt like um, my command got a lot better. I stopped really throwing the two-seamers and got back to my uh, myself throwing the four-seamers off the earth, throwing the four-seamers and throwing the curveballs off the four-seamers, throwing them on the same plane. Um, I, I, I feel like my command got a lot better after – after the injury I had, or the little hiccup I had in the beginning of the season, it's gotten a lot better because I believe it was two years ago I walked almost 60, 60 some guys. Right. And this year I walked less than 30. And uh, I had about, I think I had close to 90, 90 innings or so. Right. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I feel like my command got better as the year went on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great to strike out lots of guys, but it's even better not to walk too many guys. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, like we mentioned earlier on, 
And you ended up finishing the season in Vegas at the very end in August. They called you up just for the very end of the season, and you made one regular season start the last uh, week of the season there in Vegas, and then you pitched in a playoff game for Vegas as well. What was that like, getting called up to Vegas at the very end of the season and getting the chance to make your uh, AAA debut this year as well? Well, it was great. Um, I was waiting for that call. I've been waiting for that call. Yeah, <laughs> waiting for a promotion for forever, you know? Seems like forever. <laughs> <laughs> Since I had the injury and everything, um, so I mean, I was I was really excited to get that call and get my chance at at the AAA level. So now that now that you made it through a nice, productive, healthy season and had a lot of success this year, you have a chance here in the off season to sit back and and reflect on the season. What do you feel about the 2019 season overall? How do you look back on it now that it's uh, over with and you can sit back and think about it a little bit? Um. I believe I've uh, I, I did really well this this season. Um, you know, you you can you always tell yourself you could have did better, but I mean, I'm pretty content where I was and how I did coming off of the surgery or not the surgery, but the the uh, shoulder impingement right. thing I had, and then having another hiccup at the beginning of this season. I felt like I I came back from both of those and and finished strong, and that's. That's what it's all about, just finishing healthy and staying healthy, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, you, like I mentioned, you did finish the year strong. You had a really solid August. After accomplishing what you did this year and, and being healthy for most of the season, what are you looking forward to next year now? Um, Not being limited to innings and just going out there and and being me and just do, do what I did this year, just add a few more innings to it. Maybe having the chance to go more than five innings, I guess, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, maybe seven or eight. <laughs> well, if, if, if you do, you'll be one of the few guys doing that anymore these days, which would be great to see from my point of view. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, it's great talking with you today, Grant. Best of luck with everything uh, going forward. And uh, thanks so much for taking the time out to chat with us today. Thank you. And thanks to all of you out there for listening to this edition of our A's Farm podcast. Be sure to check back in for the next episode. And don't forget that you can always find daily updates on the A's top prospects and all the daily action in the A's minor league system on our A's Farm website at athleticsfarm.com. That's athleticsfarm.com. Thanks again. I'm A's Farm Editor-in-Chief Bill Moriarty, and we'll see you again down on the farm. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazon's 
into the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.